Welcome to the Sporting Ones AFL podcast for round 11, dubbed the Fine China Edition. Um, and welcome to all our new listeners as well as our loyal listeners uh, now tuning in. Um, so just a quick wrap up of uh, round 10. So the winners were the Pies in the Friday night game, just uh, getting over the line over Sydney. Uh, the Hawks uh, beat the Power quite convincingly. The Kangaroos in Brad Scott's last game got up over the Bulldogs. Uh, the Eagles over the Crows after a superb comeback and fight back. Uh, Richmond over the Bombers in the Dream Time clash at the G. Geelong over the Gold Coast in the final quarter. GWS made uh, light work of Melbourne. Uh, the Sainters. Uh, got the chocolates over the blues and the Dockers. <laughs> After the siren, Michael Walters getting the point to win them the game against Brisbane. All right, so uh, quick ladder update for you. And Geelong sit comfortably on top uh, by a game and clear percentage. Then it's Collingwood by a game from GWS in third. Richmond in fourth and West Coast in fifth, all on the same amount of points. Brisbane still in uh, still in the eight in sixth. Crows slipped down to seventh. And Fremantle round out of the eight. Uh, outside the eight, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide, St. Kilda, all on the same amount of points as Fremantle and Adelaide. Uh, then it's Essendon in 12th, Bulldogs in 13th, both on 16 points. Then North Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Gold Coast, all on 12 points separated by percentage and a dead last, which Crows fans are loving due to the uh, swap of picks last season. Carlton on four points. Um, all right, so there's a few things to get through. We're just going to um, just uh, sprint through it. Um, so Heath Grundy, uh, uh, shout out to uh, Heath Grundy. He retired uh, late last week after 256 games. His body could no longer uh, go on, and it allowed Sydney, uh, quite unselfish really, it allowed Sydney to have a uh, spot at the mid-season draft. Um, then inter- Brad Scott, obviously on the Friday as well, uh, is what being dubbed as a mutual separation, although I don't know how true that really is, but um, that's what it's being described as, so we'll go with that. Uh, he is um, no longer going to be coach of North Melbourne and will probably take the year out, and then I'm sure he will have clubs uh, banging at his door, probably the likes of Carlton, uh, St Kilda maybe, Essendon perhaps. There's a few there that... Um, that could be uh, after a coach. And uh, Brad Scott um, had 10 years at uh, the Kangaroos and took them to a preliminary final twice and just couldn't quite um, get over the line into a grand final or take them to a premiership and probably had done as much as he could do uh, in terms of taking them uh, taking them there. So... Unfortunately, um, his time has come to an end, although they played terrifically well last week to uh, to uh, get the win. All right, so mid-season draft, it was quite an interesting um, draft, and Josh DeLuca, no surprise, went at number one to Carlton. Mitchell Reardon uh, from the 
Uh, NAB League, the younger league just below the VFL, he went to Gold Coast Suns. Cole Dunkley, the same, who's been ripping it up. Brother of Josh, of course. Uh, he's gone to Melbourne. He might get a run. Michael Knoll, who's been performing brilliantly for South Adelaide, uh, he has gone to Sydney. Lachlan Hosey from Glenelg uh, has found his way to North Melbourne. Ryan Gardner, who will line up this week, who has been playing in the Bulldogs VFL side, uh, got selected by the Bulldogs. Will Snelling from West Adelaide, who has been ripping it up, export power uh, player. He is found his way to Essendon. Jack Mayo found his way to St Kilda from the Waffle. Uh, Cameron Sutcliffe, who Port Adelaide picked up at the end of last season for their SNFL side. No surprise there. He's ended up at the power. Their Hawthorne passed. Fremantle picked up Dylan O'Reilly uh, from the Waffle Colts. Adelaide passed. Marlene Pickett, who is out with a broken finger and will be out for some time. Richmond did pick him up and take the chance on him. He's been ripping it up in the waffle. Uh, John Noble, uh, also ripping it up in the SNFL. He went to Collingwood. Uh, Gold Coast uh, passed on their second selection. Cody Hurst went to, from the NAB League, went to Sydney, and then Bulldogs and Essendon passed on their final picks. So that was uh, the mid-season draft. And, uh, yeah, look. We'll have to wait and see how much credence it's got. Um, but uh, I guess for the time being, we wait with braided breath. Ryan Gardner gets his opportunity. So I guess you can say it has got um, a bit of merit in that respect that they've got a ready-made player ready to go. And we'll have to see how that uh, how that unfolds. All right. So Essendon's injury rose. Um, they lost Sheil and Stringer um, during the week. Uh, or during the um, Dreamtime game, and you have to wonder, can Wusha fully be judged on this season? They started off poorly, and then they got injury after injury after injury. Uh, Devin Smith, Shield, Stringer, Danaher, um, McKernan was out as well. Um, players just not hitting their form like Tickman Woody. Um, it's, it's hard to judge Wusha when this happens, but also at the same time, They've got to have enough depth to get around it, and I'm not sure that they do. So I don't know whether he can be judged solely or not, and uh, it's um, it's a tough one because it doesn't look like Essendon will make finals again, and that's two years in a row where with the list they've got, they should be at least hitting the lower rungs of the eight, but they're not. And it, it either comes down to their fitness department or it comes down to their coaching department, one or the other, and that's what will have to be uh, harshly judged at the end of the season. All right, the coaching merry-go-round, as we discussed, are Carlton going to bite the bullet on Bolton, say, after the bye? Who knows? They could uh, if his uh, dire uh, form continues. Um, you've got you've to wonder um, how long Carlton can keep going on when really that they could have got a win against St. Kilda. There's, there's no denying that. So you, you have to wonder. Um Paddy McCartan, sad, sad story come out during the week about, uh, or on the weekend, uh, he spoke to Triple M and the concussions, he he, he can't even um, ride a bike without getting uh, headaches. He uh, can't really drive down to the shops. He's, he's He said he's a shell of himself. He, he can't find his identity. So it, it really is tough uh, to know what exactly um, 
you can do with a guy like Paddy McCartan. You've just got to give him rest. I mean, he's young, he's 23, but he's missed so much AFL football. I, I don't know if if it's really – it's almost career-defining. If he doesn't make it back next season, you'd almost have to think he he goes down the path of Tom Boyd or, we'll say, more more the point with concussion, uh, Liam Picken and Kobe Stevens. So it's going to be in the story we're going to watch with interest, and I hope for his sake he can get back but I'm not going to say that with any confidence. I, I really don't know. And it, it is it is the great unknown. And obviously the NFL has had its problems with concussion. And now I guess we're going to see the same with the AFL. So we'll just have to see uh, how we can handle it. Um, another interesting topic is Luke Shuey. Um, oh, as much as I loathe him, given that after the uh, siren kick, for goal against Port Adelaide, which against my Port Adelaide, which um, knocked us out. You have to say, looking at what he did last weekend, what he produced in the grand finals, Norm Smith medalist, what he did against Port Adelaide in that elimination final. I'm going to have to give him the nickname, as much as I hate to say it, Luke Shuey is Mr. Clutch. If you need a man to step up in the midfield or step up with a shot for goal after the siren, Luke Shuey is your man. Uh, he was absolutely brilliant, had the highest uh, rating all season for a quarter in that final quarter against Adelaide when West Coast needed it the most. So, uh, And that's champion data ranking, uh, data rating, ranking points, I should say. So Luke Shuey, take a bow, Mr. Clutch. And uh, the next topic, Daisy Thomas. Now, I could accept his excuse if... He was perhaps uh, 20, 21, one or two seasons out. Mate, you're 30, 31. I don't care if you're at a charity event or not. Your team's one and nine, one and nine. Just let that sink in, one and nine. Now, as Chris Judd said, he doesn't mind them having a drink with dinner or something like that. But if you're having two or three or what's reported to be totally uh, blown out of proportion a lot more two days before a crunch game where your side has a chance of actually winning and you're doing that, well, that doesn't bring the most utmost of, prof- of professionalism or standards and doesn't create a good role model for the rest of the uh, younger guys in the side, of which there are a lot. Now, I get it's a charity event and I get what he's doing for camp quality. I can't knock that. That's brilliant. I love that, Daisy. What I can knock is how you went about it and how you got yourself into that situation. You're not 2021. 20, You're at the end of your career. You've been around the media. You've known how it's changed through the years. Just be smarter, mate. You're better than that. Um, I was going to talk about Bryce Gibbs and why he might not be playing, but uh, news has filtered through. He has returned, so I'm going to let that slide and go into the launching pad. Right. I've got three topics in mind. Port Adelaide, those first quarter starts can't keep happening. Or you can just kiss season 2019 goodbye like you did 2018. Need to start with the utmost of intensity, and it just hasn't happened for for whatever reason, and it needs to change. You can't keep coming back from five goals, seven goals, four goals, three goals. doesn't matter. Just the starts need to be better. They need to be more mentally switched on. I don't know if that means you need to change up what you've been doing uh, pre-game. Perhaps it does. But 
It can't keep happening. This inconsistency, this roller coaster um, where unexpected wins like the Eagles happen, and then you go down to sides where you've got a chance to really make a statement, and they don't. Now, Mitch McGovern, his statistics uh, this season are well below average for a forward of his quality and a forward that is paying, being paid an exorbitant amount in on the free market. Now, Mitch, no one wants to see you down on the half back line looking for a cheap handball from Paddy Cripps. You need to be leading out at Paddy Cripps. You need to be providing an option, which is what you haven't been doing all year. Now, I see that you're going to be out this week injured, and maybe you have been injured and you've been playing through it. Maybe I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. But in saying that, your role is not to be uh, a link player, an outlet player. Your role is to lead out of that forward line and give the Carlton midfield something to kick to that they're crying out for. But it's not just Carlton's forward line that's failing. It's Melbourne's forward line that's failing. From a side that finished in the preliminary final, they are an absolute rabble. They don't know what they're doing out there with the forward line. Their midfield is still toiling away, but there's no structure. There's no fluency about how they get their goals. I just worry about them going forward, especially as I put my uh, yeah my gonads on the line in the preview. And uh, let me just say, they're not going anywhere near where I predicted them, uh, which was a grand final playoff with Richmond. I can tell you that. Uh, and where I thought Richmond might be the issue with their injuries, they're coming back. Melbourne aren't coming back from three and seven. They're done. Um, even if they did manage to beat the Crows, I can't see them making the finals. So Melbourne forward line, you're on notice, and the back line is almost equally as bad, but I can give the back line a chop out because of the injuries they've copped. But I can't give the forward line a chop out. Just deplorable. All right, so in moving on from that, <clears throat> we're now going to launch from the launching pad into round 11, Friday night. Kangaroos-Richmond, interesting game. Reshaw in charge of his first game against Richmond. Unchanged North Melbourne lineup. They go in to it uh, probably with a bit of form and after the best game they've played all year. So you've got to give them uh, half a chance in this one. And uh, they were at... 325. They've come into 310. And Richmond were a dollar thirty-three. They're out to a dollar thirty-six. But they've brought in Butler, Soldo, and Cochin. Uh, so some big names there, especially Soldo and Cochin, because they're obviously down without Nank. Uh Coleman Jones, the young rookie, he's out. Manager's out, and surprisingly. Rioli goes out for Dan Butler. So Rioli's put on notice by uh, uh, by uh, Hardwick. So that'll be interesting to see how he responds. All right, Saturday we've got GWS versus the Gold Coast. Now, oh, the odds on this were very short, and they still are. GWS $1.05, Gold Coast 10 at Giants Stadium. Uh, not too many changes in this one. Lachlan Keefe in for the Giants. Sam Taylor out injured. Uh, in for the Suns, George Holland, Smith, and Josh Schoenfield out. Ben Ainsworth injured and Jared Harbrow in, injured. So they lose experience. I'll tell you what, Giants, I'd almost be putting on a bet of over 60 uh, points in this one. They sense blood, they can see blood, and they'll go for blood. 
so that's what I see in this one. Uh, Collingwood Fremantle. Collingwood um, just got over the line over Sydney, but I can tell you they've been boosted. Darcy Moore, Jordan Goey, Travis Varco all in. Unfortunately, Daniel Wells, could it be his career? We don't know. He is 34. He's not getting any younger. His body's failing him. His knees are failing him. He's out injured. Jack Madgen, the basketball rookie convert, he's out, and Rupert Wills is out. Solid ends for Collingwood. Fremantle unchanged. Interesting. Uh, Collingwood, $1.17. Fremantle, four ninety. At the MCG, I think you've got to back in Collingwood. All right, Saturday Twilight, Geelong versus Sydney at GMHBA. Of course, Sydney don't have a bad record down at the Cattery over the last, say, five, six years, so it could be interesting. Don't think it will be. Uh, Geelong, $1.16. Sydney 525. Uh, interestingly enough, Daniel Menzel makes his debut back at the Cattery for Sydney. So a uh, bit of a homecoming for him. Uh, trust me, they won't be giving him any cheers. May, maybe one or two, but uh, they'll be mostly booze. Jared McVay. Uh, Jared McVay is back as well. Bit of quality, bit of class. Jackson Thurlow out omitted against this old side. And Josh Kennedy's obviously injured, unfortunately. Uh, Geelong have brought back Sava Radigalia. And the danger man is back. He is back in Geelong and at the Cattery. You can bet he goes big. Darcy Fort's been omitted after a couple of games. Gary Ablett suspended for the first time in his career. It was third time unlucky for him, but unfortunately he had to go. Brisbane, and I'd be back in Geelong in that one uh, all day, every day down at the Cattery. Uh, Brisbane versus Hawthorne at the Gabba. This should be a very interesting game. Uh, contrasting styles. Brisbane like to play on fast. Hawthorne like to uh, obviously keep control and possess it uh, like they did against Port Adelaide. Uh, so in for Brisbane, Archie Smith, Ben Keys, Nick Robinson, Reese Matheson, out Josh Walker, Mitchell Hinge, Oscar McInerney and Ryan Lester. In for the Hawks, Isaac Smith and Mitchell Lewis. Uh, back from the uh, concussion he had last week. Harry Morrison and Jack Scrimshaw go out. Some quality ins for the Hawks. Interesting ins for Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane are the uh, favourites, and they did win twice over Hawthorne last season. So they do have the wood, of an, uh, wood on them with Fagan at the helm. Uh, Brisbane, $1.62. Hawthorne, $2.28. I've got to back the home side in this one. I think Brisbane are in good form, and we're very unlucky not to uh, win over in the West. All right, Melbourne versus the Crows up at T.O. Stadium uh, in uh, Darwin. No, we're in the Alice Springs. Of course we are. T.O. Stadium. So Melbourne, 232. Adelaide, $1.60. Now, the interesting ins from this game. So Melbourne have brought in Christian Salem, uh, Michael Hibbert, and Mitch Hannon. Three quality ins. Corey Wagner goes out. Harrison Petty and Jay Lockhart injured. They go out. In for the Crows, though. Big ins. Bryce Gibbs, Josh Jenkins, Tom Lynch. Out goes Chase Jones, Elliot Himmelberg, and Riley Knight. So they've gone with experience. So we'll see if this will pay off for Adelaide. They are heavy favourites in this. They do play well generally up at TO, so we'll have to see. But I'm going to back in Adelaide, and uh, hopefully they can get their season back on track. Although they will look for – in that first half, they were very good against uh, West Coast, and I thought they were going to run away with it. Um, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, and I'm going to let Tex Walker off the, uh, off the hook as well because I think he's been – Look, he's copped enough. Um, probably most people know my thoughts on Tex Walker by now, so we'll just leave that one be. Uh, and hopefully, look, as a captain, hopefully he can respond. All right, let's go to what I, I did dub this the fine trainer edition. We're going to Shanghai. 
St. Kilda versus Port Adelaide. At the moment, not too many ins or outs. Um, St. Kilda are the outsider. Obviously, haven't been there, but they've come in a bit. They're 245. Port Adelaide, $1.53. Now, the big news is, although it's not listed, Rockcliffe is out. So Rockcliffe is out. Uh, Burton and Lysett will probably come back in. Most likely, Drew might come in as well, but we'll have to wait and see on that. St. Kilda have named Joyce, Clark, Geary, and Cofield, but no outs. Port have named Hartlett, who won't play. Bonner, Burton, Lysett, and Drew out. Laddams. Now, it doesn't say out Rockcliffe, but they have said that Rockcliffe definitely isn't playing, so he hasn't come up. Uh, now, this is being played at the Adelaide Arena in Jing Wan Stadium. I'm going to back my boys in. They know how to play over there. They've won twice. I'm going to back them in for three times lucky, although St. Kilda will give them an almighty fright. Don't you worry about that. Now, this is a banana skin game. The middle game, Essendon-Carlton at the MCG. Carlton have a great record against Essendon in recent times, which is surprising because they barely win. Does that mean Bolton's got the wood over Essendon? Essendon have injuries. Could this be the banana skin Essendon don't want and Carlton come through and get the win? Now, Carlton have obviously omitted Dale Thomas. They've also omitted or managed Cade Simpson and one of the forwards that I put in the crosshairs is injured, Mitch McGovern. So they brought in for Solo, Schumacher, Paulson, Darcy Lang, Jared Gartler, Patrick Kerr, and Will Setterfield. Essendon obviously had Shield and Stringer out with the hamstrings. They brought in Dylan Clark, Irving Mosquito, Jordan Ridley, Mark Bagley, Mitch Brown, Zach Clark. So it's going to be interesting to see who comes in and who plays. Probably Dylan Clark, who has been racking it up in the VFL. He's a likely option for the Bombers to come in. And probably Mark Bagley or Irving Mosquito take Stringer's role, but obviously without the X factor of Stringer, of course. Uh, Essendon... uh, Oh, it's dicey. They're red-hot favourites at $1.45. Carlton at $2.70. I'll tell you what, if you want value, Carlton, Carlton have value. And they could upset them if they can get a winning score. But like I said, the last two times they have beaten Essendon. It's it's just a game Essendon don't like. All right, last game of the round. It's West Coast versus the Western Bulldogs. It's coming to you from off the stadium at 4.50 p.m. Uh, West Coast outright favourites at $1.22, and you wouldn't think of anything else. Bulldogs 4.20 at Optus. Bulldogs do have a couple of injuries. Ed Riches is out. Uh, Crozy is out. And uh, Mitch Wallace is out. Billy Gla- uh, Billy Gowers is back. Josh Shackey's back. Lockie Young. Riley West. Rourke Smith. Ryan Gardner will make his debut. That is confirmed. Now, he was the mid-season draft pick. So he will either play up forward or down back. Just depends on what uh, Beveridge wants to do with Aaron Norton, and he hasn't decided on that yet, and Tory Dixon back as well. Uh, West Coast, I don't think there'll be too many changes from that. Uh, Braden Ainsworth, uh, Brennan Archie, Josh Smith, and Lewis Jetta are in. I think Lewis Jetta will be the one that comes in, probably for Jackson Nelson. Uh, West Coast here every day, all day. Gold medal game was Brisbane versus Hawthorne. Silver, Melbourne versus Adelaide. Bronze, I've got Kangaroos, Richmond, St. Kilda, Port. Uh, Three from seven last week, two locks and one best value, and got five tips. Locks, GWS and West Coast. Upsets, Kangaroos and the Hawks. Best value, Melbourne and St. Kilda. And I'm going to add Carlton in there as well. Tips, I'm going the uh, Tigers, uh, the Pies, uh, the Giants, Cats, Lions. I'm going to change to the Crows uh, from the Demons, the Power. 
the Bombers without any confidence and the Eagles. Now, make sure uh, you're subscribing to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts on iTunes. And uh, you can always add on the Facebook page, The Sporting One, uh, Twitter, one underscore sporting and Instagram at the sporting one and welcome to all the new listeners that are now listening in and of course my loyal listeners good luck in round 11 good luck with your bets good luck with your side and have a great weekend bye for now